0: What's up everybody? It's the Alex Leak and Friends NFL Podcast Week seven, episode seven. I got Stoyo in Canada. And Gavin what's up? and Gavin in Oregon. Yo, what's up? What's up? Alright, um, week seven was a good week. Um it we started out Thursday night, Raiders Chiefs. Um Raiders shocked the Chiefs 31-30 on a game-winning touchdown pass from Derek Carr to Michael Crabtree after trailing by 9 with 12 minutes to go. Um, Derek Carr looked good despite the back injury. He played through it with a clutch performance. Um, We expected a big week out of... um, a bounce-back week out of Amari Cooper, and we got it. 11 catches for 210 yards and two touchdowns. Um, <clears throat> so, did you watch this game? What would you think? Uh, I thought that Kansas was going to win, for yeah. sure, but they did not. I believe you called a
1: win for the Raiders
0: last week. I did. Aaron owes me a six-pack now. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but the ending was definitely intense. Yeah, that was a sick game. Um nice to see him bounce back. Oakland needed that win to stay in the division. Um, Gavin, did you watch it? Did you see Marshawn Lynch run onto the field and shove a ref? Oh,
2: my goodness. Yeah, I did. That, um, <laughs> that is just really unfortunate. And actually, I mean, i say it's unfortunate, but it might actually be a good thing for the Raiders, I think, because he hasn't been um, – he has not been that great for them as a runner. Yeah. So now, you know, being a year out of football last year, um, you have to wonder if he's not in the right shape or just um, – I mean, I think his uh, his love of the game really has kind of been questioned before. Um, you would kind of look a little bit like today's Golden and lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots when he should have been gotten the ball. Um, so yeah. maybe this is a, a blessing in disguise by giving someone else the chance to run behind that line – and um and you'll maybe become the starter
0: yeah it was a it was a dumb move on his part i don't buy the reason for him going out there just because his cousin was out there marcus peters i don't know i just think i mean you're not on the field like what are you doing why are you at the very least that's 12 men on the field um so what do you think of marshawn
1: I mean, he did it for his cousin, so yay for family. But it's not like his cousin was gonna get stabbed or shot out there.
0: Yeah, it's football. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. he overreacted, and he deserves a one game suspension. Whenever you touch the zebras.
0: Well, that's uh, two straight losses for the Chiefs. The division's a little bit tighter. Um, Gavin, do you still do you think the Chiefs come out of that division? You think Oakland's back?
2: Uh, I still think the Chiefs come out of it. Um, they uh, Alex Smith is still playing out of his mind, and uh, Derek Carr certainly played well this game, but he uh, he still isn't. Uh, I think Alex Smith is a better quarterback than him this year, at least. Um, and we don't. Amari
0: Cooper certainly went off, and they needed him to go off to win this game. Yeah, they did. Do. Um, I don't see him. I don't see him doing um, this week in and
2: week out, even half of his production, especially looking at the weeks leading up to, so um, I certainly believe he has the talent, um, but he, you know, this is the first time he's really shown up to a game, um, and even if he shows up to what people expected him to be, um, I still think the Chiefs should end up being a better team, um, you know, moving
0: forward. Yeah, Oakland's got the potential, it, to me it seemed like Amari Cooper, took all the drops that he's had up until this game and turned them into catches on Thursday night. The The Raiders receiving core has been struggling. But it was nice to see him get a win, a big win. Um, so that's nice for that division. On Sunday, we had Bills-Bucks was a good game. Buffalo beats Tampa late on a Hauschka field goal, 30-27. to Bills are now 4-2. and um, Stoyo, are you buying the Buffalo Bills?
1: No, I'm not buying the Buffalo Bills.
0: <laughs> they haven't made the playoffs since the. I don't
1: know when. It's been
0: a long time. Yeah. I
1: believe actually the last time they made the playoffs was when they lost to Tennessee. Is that like. Yeah.
0: N- 97 or something. Maybe, but. Or 99? I'm
1: not buying the Bills. I was. Surprised that they're 4-2. I thought the Buccaneers were going to be 4-2, but I don't know. It's just not something I'm buying right now. The Bills haven't proven anything in the past decade, and until they go into the playoffs, I'm not going to be interested.
0: Yeah, speaking of uh, Tampa Bay, I would have thought they would be 4-2, but instead they're sitting at 2-4. and four. Um, Jameis Winston had a good game, but he's playing through injury. Um, Gavin, what do you think of Tampa Bay? Do you think they can bounce back?
2: I think they got to get their defense in order if they want to do that. Um, Jameis Winston, um, certainly has the talent, but he hasn't shown the best decision-making overall, yeah. um, you know, throughout his career so far. And you can't have, um, your quarterback, you know, throwing Aaron passes or fumbles, um, you know, throwing picks if your defense isn't able to stop, uh, offenses. Buffalo is not known for a prolific offense, especially right now when they have almost nobody at receiver. Yeah, uh, that's a major talent. Um, they have uh, LaShawn McCoy is really it, and then Tyrod Taylor is able to you know not throw the game away and you know uses legs to generate some offense for them. Um, so to have them put up thirty points against Tampa, uh, to me, that just shows how how poor their defense is, and um, they're going to be in shootouts all the time.
0: Yeah, I feel like at this point, Buffalo's looking back on the um, offseason thinking they could probably use Sammy Watkins right about now. I don't know if that was a great move on their part. Um, next game is Bears-Panthers was a good game for Bears fans. Uh, final was 17-3 to Chicago. Not very much offense to speak of. Uh, the only touchdowns were two defensive touchdowns by Bears rookie safety Eddie Jackson. Um, Stoyle, I know you're a big fan of uh, uh, Eddie Jackson. What do you think of the Bears' defense and the Bears' win?
1: It was amazing to see some old-school defense played. I mean, this is like the second coming of the 05 Bears, and it was just... <laughs> Awesome, watching a good defense again. Um, yeah, when your defense gives up three points and scores fourteen, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, and the Bears are the first team to win with seven or fewer pass attempts and five or fewer first down since the Bri- since the Browns in
0: 1950. <laughs> Jesus, so
1: it's been quite a while. We're back to old school football
0: and. <laughs> uh, i got another stat for you. The Bears the first team since 2011 to win a game with five or less pass completions. And the last time that was done, John Fox was also the coach. That would be the Tim Tebow Broncos. Yeah, the (laughs) (laughs) 2-4-8. Gavin, do you think the Bears are... Do the Bears scare you as a Detroit fan? Do you think... uh, what do you think of the North?
2: Um, man, I think it's. Uh, I say it's a race between uh, the Vikings and the Lions for me. Yeah. Um, it's obviously a great win for the for the Bears. Um, and really impressive given how, um, frankly, abysmal their offense has been. <laughs> uh, as you take away, you know, take away that seventy-yard touchdown from Cohen, which I understand, you. Know, you can't really just say that, but without that pass, Trubisky's numbers are three for six for 37 yards for the game. (laughs) I mean, you certainly, like Kistoyo said, you don't have to have a great offense if your defense is doing work
0: like they did. Um, But
2: so far, I haven't been incredibly impressed with Trubisky as far as concerned for this year. Um, I certainly think he's uh, got a you know, has a chance to have a bright future for you guys, especially once your offensive weapons get healthy. Um, but uh, I'm not worried about them so much this year, but uh, starting to get a little nervous about the future. Trubisky can turn into a, a good quarterback, and you guys can keep building up that defense. Um, think
0: Motor City. Yeah, um, the Bears, I mean, they're on their way up, but I think it's still a ways away. I mean, three and four, I'll take it. Um, I'll definitely take it over Colin Cowherd's, uh, preseason prediction of the Bears to go 2-14. and 14. I wasn't feeling that one even when he, <laughs> when he picked it. Um, 3-4, yeah, it's okay. We got a long season ahead of us. Um, I'll be happy with six or seven wins, honestly, as long as we're trending up, as long as we're looking better. I like the way the defense looked. Um... I hope Eddie Jackson can keep it up. I mean, that's a fourth-round pick. Um, I hope he can get it going. What What is your guys' take on the Panthers? I feel like they're definitely underachieving. I think Cam Newton is kind of making some dumb decisions. I like the Panthers overall, but they're just struggling so far. He think- is, but he's also dominating for them,
1: I feel, in a certain way because... He is just controlling everything. Most of his touchdowns are him either
0: running it in or passing. He's trying to be Superman uh, Superman out there. But this year, it's not working.
1: He needs help. And it sucks for them that Greg Olson went
3: down. Yeah. He was his security blanket. And now that he's
1: out, he's still struggling to find the right fit with the rest of his
3: receivers.
0: Well... I mean, if you look at the receiving core, you've got Devin Funches, you got Kelvin Benjamin, you got Christian McCaffrey as a running back, Jonathan Stewart. Maybe it's the offensive line that might be a big problem. I mean, the Bears sacked him five times. Maybe the defense isn't as good. What do you think, Gavin?
2: Yeah, I know that um, Khalil, the center, did go out during the game, which um, is probably one of the most underrated positions, uh, especially on offense. Um, yeah. That can definitely mess with you know your snap count and, and all sorts of things. So that, I'm sure, played a part. I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but um, I do know that Khalil went out, and that probably you know, had some effect. Um, and, you know, last week losing to the, the Eagles, it's hard for me to really fault them for losing to, you know, um, Maybe the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Oh, Carson, you know, we'll get to that later, I'm sure. But um, so I have a hard time faulting them for that. Um, they're coming off wins against the Patriots and the Lions um, away. Oh. And then to lose on two, two fluky touchdowns, really on defense, doing you know, the tip pass off of Benjamin um, that Jackson scored and then the fumble, um, you got to catch that. That uh, that shovel pass there. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me to to fault Newton for those, especially um, if you take those away. His numbers actually looked uh, fine; they weren't phenomenal. But um, he's also been running the ball a lot more, which um, I think has helped their offense too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Losing Olsen was a big deal, but I don't think um, I don't think that they're
0: done for this year, especially with the struggles that the rest of his division has had. Exactly. Um, but.
2: Yeah, I mean, any, any, any given Sunday, you know, the Bears can win a game.
0: Yeah, any given Sunday, they anybody too. can win. I mean, <laughs> it's it's such a weird season this year so far. Um, it's hard to kind of... Yeah, I feel like all...
2: Sorry, I feel like all the preseason predictions
0: have been off. Yeah. I mean, the only one that's
3: even been close, I feel, has been the Patriots, and that's still been a disappointment as far as, you know, Patriots
2: fan goes. But, you know, Oakland struggled. Nominal. phenomenal... Tennessee's been struggling. Um, Dallas hasn't been that good. Uh, Pittsburgh struggled. I, I, I struggle to think of one prediction of a team that's going to be really good or even really bad. I mean, you look at the, the AFC East. Yeah. Well, those teams are above 500 or close to it at least, which most of those teams <laughs> were predicted to win two games total.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's pretty crazy. It's been a crazy year. Speaking of bad teams, the. Titans edge the Browns 12-9 in overtime. There's a thriller. Um, Ryan Suckup with the game-winning field goal. Bad news in this game for Cleveland is their all-pro left tackle Joe Thomas goes down. Looks like he's done for the year. His consecutive snap streak is ended at 10,363. Um... So what do you think of the Browns? What do you think of Joe Thomas? That's that dude is—he's uh, been the greatest, the best player on a bad team his entire career.
1: I feel bad for him.
0: Yeah. I feel bad
1: that he had to play in Cleveland. <laughs> I wish he would have played for a winning team. But that says a lot. I mean, not a lot of players
0: in football can last that long. Yeah. But. The Jaguars
1: really showed up this year. I mean, they have a league leading 33 sacks through seven games. And they're tied for the most picks as well. So, what you, a turnaround.
0: Yeah, Jacksonville's playing great. Um, Gavin, do you think that the Titans can win their division? Are you a Mariota fan? Uh, I do like
2: Mariota. Um, I, you know I... I wouldn't call myself an Oregon Duff fan, but I did get to watch quite a bit of him in his last couple of years here, and I have a lot of respect for the guys, just a human being and um, for for his game. Um, but I think I think they have a chance to win that division. I don't think there's any real front runner. Um, yeah, Houston's defense hasn't been what it's supposed to be. I really think it's wide open. Um, I think if Andrew Luck comes back, Indianapolis might not statistically be out of it yet, but. Um, if he comes back, that could that could um, kind of change that whole race there. But I think they still have a chance. Uh, four and three certainly um, you know, isn't a uh, you know a record that will take you out of playoff contention. Not this early, and not in that division with teams that certainly can uh, you know can show up and not show up week in and week out.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, in that division, Dang, I was under the impression that. The Jags played Cleveland. My bad. <laughs> I was wondering where you go. going I was wondering we're, we're hopping games here. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Right, um. I totally... <laughs> no worries. worries. Speaking of a 4-3 and three team that I think is out of the running for the division is the Green Bay Packers as they drop a game to the New Orleans Saints. Saints improved to 4-2. and The Saints... They're starting zero and two, and Stoyo calling their defense the worst defense of all time. The Saints have won four straight. Um, Granted, they beat Brett Hundley this last week, but you know they're starting to get it going. Um, Yeah, do you guys think the Saints can get it going? Four and two is not a bad spot so far. Four straight wins. What do you think, Gavin?
2: Oh, I certainly think that they can. Um, their their defense has been playing better. Um, they have Drew Brees, which um, always gives you a chance. Um, I
0: don't remember the gentleman's name that was on here saying whenever we have Aaron Rodgers, um, but uh, you can see exactly how true that is. If you have a great quarterback, and if you don't
2: have a great quarterback, how your game can turn around. I mean, Aaron Jones rushed for 131 yards. Yeah, um, you know, which is great for you know only 17 carries, but when your quarterback can't get it done, you're, you're not going to be able to win even at home. Um, I think losing Adrian Peterson, that was addition by subtraction for sure. Exactly. It was a very, very crowded backfield. Um, they, they couldn't give all these guys the touches they needed. So I think that was a, a great move to ship him off. Um, and if their defense keeps it up, um, Drew Brees still has it. They've got a young offense. Uh, their offensive line is good. Um, I certainly think that if their defense keeps it up, they they have a really good chance of winning this division.
0: Yeah, do you guys think that Green Bay will make a move at quarterback? I mean, if I'm running that team, I think it's pretty obvious Brett Hundley's not ready. Um, You know, you got Romo sitting in the booth. You got, uh, there's options out there. Do you think they make a trade or make a move or try and do something? What do you think, Stoyle?
1: I think if they want to make the playoffs, they should consider something. I think the NFC is pretty wide open this year. There's not really too many teams. Yeah. I think if they want to make the playoffs, they need to get possibly a Romo or possibly someone else. You said last week Michael Vick.
0: Yeah. I would take Michael Vick. Yeah, over uh, Brett Hundley for sure. For sure. Um, We'll talk more about that coming up. Um Let's see. The Jags play the Colts, and that was not even close. Twenty-seven to nothing. Um, that was without Leonard Fournette. The Jags moved to four and three. The Jags sacked the Colts ten times and lead. You brought this up, Stoyle, Lead the league yep. with thirty-three sacks on the season. That defense is insane. Are you buying the Jacksonville defense? You think they can break the uh, record for sacks in a year? Soil.
1: Uh, I don't know if they can break the
0: record. They're on if pace, they too. They sh-
1: if they're on pace, to, they might. If they do, they need to change their name to
0: Sackville. <laughs> Saxonville? <laughs> yeah,
1: Saxonville.
0: Um, but
1: they drafted a lot of defensive players over the last few years, and I'm finally glad that they're healthy and that they're showing up.
0: Yeah. They could also possibly make a quarterback move. I mean, Blake Bortles isn't going to be a guy that can win you any playoff games, I wouldn't think. Um, what's your opinion on the Jaguars, Gavin?
2: Yeah, I think they've done a really good job um, making a really, really stout defense through through the draft, like Stoyo said, but they also made some
0: big uh, free agent acquisitions that have really uh, helped them Campbell out. Got, it, Calais
2: Campbell, yeah... Um, they got uh,
0: Malik Jackson from Denver. Yeah. Um, they also got Dante Dante Fowler, who was injured for the first two years, I believe, of
2: his uh, career, and he was a first round top ten pick. Yep. Um, so you got him. Uh, you know, he's healthy now. Miles Jacks got a few more years under his belt. You know, and then they got Jalen Ramsey, who has just been a phenomenal uh, cornerback for them. So I think they've really done a good job making their defense uh,
0: good enough to protect their god-awful quarterback play <laughs> from late <like> portals. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised yeah, they. and, they're, and they're doing this without their best
2: receiver, too, um, this year.
0: Who's that, um, Herms or Robinson? Allen Robinson yeah. has a play. I don't remember
2: what game he got hurt, but it was not very long. Um, but, yeah, Fernette has been great. Um a, a lot better than I thought he was going to be uh, on that offense. And that has also helped them as well. Unfortunately, they're playing the Colts this week and didn't
0: need his services. Yeah.
1: And also, Justin Blackman is still
0: not playing. <laughs> <laughs> and also,
1: I would like to add that Tom Coughlin is in the front office, and I think that's also a great sign.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, absolutely.
0: Anytime you can get Coughlin in your on your team, that's a good move, in my opinion. Um another blowout. Rams destroy the Cardinals 33 to nothing. A tough loss for the Cardinals, not only in the scoreboard, but on their team as they lose their starting quarterback Carson Palmer with a broken arm. Out at least eight weeks. Drew Stanton stepped up, or stepped in at least. Um <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say uh... <laughs> um, the Rams are though Rams are impressive. I I believe I predicted Rams to win that. I guess I can't brag too much, but 5 and 2. Good start for LA. Um are you guys buying the Rams and do you think there's a chance they could win the West? What do you think, Gavin? Um I don't I don't think
2: that they can win the West uh, just because of Seattle. Yeah. Um, I know they've got their their struggles as well um in the. And the Rams have their number. They have for years. For some reason, I don't know. Uh, even when they were worse than they are now, they just they keep beating the Seahawks. But uh, that uh, Seattle has, um, they're just coming off their bye, and they tend to be a uh, a late uh, blooming team as well each season. Yeah, uh, I think they'll help. I think they'll come off strong off of this bye, and uh, we'll keep the Rams out of the playoffs uh, yet again. But. I'm um, very impressed with them so far this year. They, they got their offensive line beefed up, which allowed Todd Gurley to uh, be what they drafted him to be. Take some pressure off of Jared Goff. So it was a really good, uh, good moves by their front office to uh, to make their team, um, you know, a contender in their division, which it hasn't been for for a long, long time.
0: Yeah, I would love to see the Rams somehow sneak in. I don't think they're going to win the division. But I would love to see them sneak into the playoffs as a wild card. If they were, I mean, they, if they can go ten and six, which is five and four the rest of the way, they could get they could find a way in. Um, so, are you a believer in the Rams? I am, and I've said this before on the podcast. I'm a believer of their coach. Yeah. And it just shows the difference if you have a good coach, what you can do in football. Yep.
1: Is this the last of Carson Palmer? Do you think that his
2: career is over?
0: I think, yeah. He he, what did you say?
2: He plans on coming. He plans on coming back he, this year, at least. He says he expects four or six weeks to miss it, um, you know, this season. So that that still projects him to come back uh, before the playoffs. I think their season will be over at that point it's with uh, with at that quarterback, especially. Um, I, I don't think they'll be able to win enough games to. Stay in the running, but um, yeah. I think he'll come back this year. At least that's certainly his plan. But um, he's certainly, you've kind of we've seen him his game diminish as the last couple of years have gone by. So um, he might he might be done, whether he likes it or not, though.
0: Yeah, he is getting older, and he's had a lot of injuries throughout his career, and this seems to be a big one. Um, it seemed like kind of the last last effort by the Cardinals with. Larry Fitzgerald and Carson Palmer and the, that crew. And you got veteran Adrian Peterson. Um, so uh, also another game, Dolphins-Jets. Turned out to be a pretty good game. Um, Dolphins edge them 31-28 to improve to 4-2. and uh, Unfortunately, Jay Cutler goes down with multiple cracked ribs. And he's likely to miss this next week's game. Uh, Matt Moore filled in for him and uh, had two touchdown passes and actually played pretty well. Do you think the Dolphins uh, can survive uh, without Cutler for a week or so or a couple weeks? What do you think, Stoyle?
1: Personally, I believe that Matt Moore is one of the best backup QBs
0: in the league. Yeah. So I think they're going to be fine, especially coach. I'm a big fan of Adam Gaze. Yeah. And he can ride the ship till Cutler comes
1: back or just ride the ship.
0: There's a chance if Who needs Cutler? <laughs> There's a chance if Matt Moore steps up, the Ravens haven't been playing well. The Dolphins could be five and two after Thursday night, with you know Cutler potentially coming back. Gavin, do you think the Dolphins are a sneaky playoff team? Uh no. <laughs> I I do not I do not believe so. <laughs> no, nice. uh,
2: no, if you look, you look at their wins so far this year, they beat the Chargers in the first week, and then they beat the Jets. They lost handily to the Saints, beat the Titans without Marcus Mariota, and then beat the Jets again
0: at oh, home. Good point. Um, so I
2: their wins, while a win is a win in the column, um, they have
0: yet to p- play the Patriots. Yep. They also have the Raiders, the Broncos,
2: and the Bills twice, and the Chiefs and the Panthers coming up. Um they the the hardest part of their schedule starts um after this Thursday when they uh, play the Raiders at home. So or not they don't play Raiders this week, next week they do. But I think uh their record's gonna drop below five hundred in the next uh next three or four weeks and then we'll continue that downward trend. But I also thought the Jets would only win one game this year, so
0: what do I know? <laughs> Well, hopefully the Dolphins get to see a healthy Cutler and not Cutler riding on the uh, bike on the sidelines. We know, the Bears fans know that view all too well. Um, (laughs) Another good game, Vikings beat the Ravens 24-16 on six field goals by Kai Forbath. The defense also sacked Flacco five times. Um... 5-2 5-2 Vikings doing all this without Sam Bradford. Surprising to me. Stoyle, are you surprised by the Vikings with Case Keenum?
1: I'm surprised by Case Keenum. He has played uh, well in his relief of Bradford. But that defense is a legit defense. I would consider that a top three defense in the league right now.
0: Yep.
1: It's just good. There's not a weak spot. And yeah, the Vikings, I believe, are going to
0: win the North. Yeah, it could do
1: some damage in, in the
0: playoffs. I'm a believer in Minnesota's defense as well. They have the highest paid corner in the game, uh, Xavier Rhodes. I like him out of Florida State. Um, and then, he's a true shutdown corner. And then, I, Everson Griffin has nine sacks so far this year, I believe. Um, so he's doing pretty well. Um... And Bridgewater could be coming
1: back, too. He came back to practice.
0: Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how that goes. That's got to be the number one concern for the Lions, Gavin, uh, is Minnesota. Um, You guys have played once already, right? Lions-Vikings? Gavin?
1: I I believe so, yes. Yeah, and the Lions won.
0: Okay. Um, you think you guys will take, uh, beat Minnesota? I was, I was saying last week on the podcast, if ever is a time to steal the division, it's now Aaron Rodgers goes down, Bradford's down. Um, Detroit needs to hop on that. They're relatively healthy. You think the lions will beat the Vikings for the division? I think they have chance
2: um like you were saying um just a second ago it all depends on you know, the health of of your team yeah um we we just had our bio week so Bradford went in a little banged up Golden Tate is still hurt um I don't think he's projected to play this week um we also are starting left tackle from last season uh, hasn't played yet this year and we're hoping to get him midway through okay. um so so we're also you know, that could also help shore up our offensive line which we're certainly going to need um you know when we play the vikings because uh, like you said they everson griffin's been a beast um the Landville joseph at the tackle has been huge for them mm-hmm. um so we and their linebacking core is stupendous they've got a great young
3: uh, squad of linebackers there yeah
2: so yeah, i think i think that that's definitely gonna be a push um for for the lions to well that's gonna be the only real threats um we do have the Packers twice, which makes me happy cuz we didn't get to face we didn't have to face them with Aaron Rodgers. Nice. <laughs> so, we definitely have some winn- winnable games uh, ahead of us. I think our hardest matchup was going to be uh, this next week against the Steelers uh, at home. Um, outside of that, we've got the Packers twice, the Bears twice, the Bucks, the Vikings once, the Ravens, and the Browns and the Bengals, all those teams have uh, certainly had their struggles this year. So we definitely have some winnable games, um, but we also uh, have to play the Vikings game. That could be a very, very pivotal game there yeah. um, on Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, on Thanksgiving, that's going to be a game to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys bounce back impressively. They destroy the 49ers 40-10. to 10. Um, the Niners are what they are, but Dallas took advantage of the opportunity. Ezekiel Elliott bounced back 219 yards and three touchdowns, and the Cowboys' defense stepped up against the C.J. Bethard 49ers offense. Um, the Cowboys did lose their kicker Dan Bailey in the game, which forced a safety to kick their extra points in Jeff Heath. So they signed Mike Nugent off the street. Um... Stoyo, what do you think of the Cowboys? So Let's say Ezekiel Elliott plays all year. That's a tough division. You think Dallas can win that division still?
1: Not with Philly being as
0: dominant as they have been. Yeah. If well, I was Elliott, I would just take the
1: suspension right now and just get it over with.
0: They have talked yeah. settlement. That has been a possibility, but I don't know. He, they seem like they're going to fight it to the death.
1: Yeah, but how do you fight your employer to the death? Yeah. If Brady could not defeat the NFL, I don't think that Elliott is going to.
0: Yeah. It's a tough Especially battle. when the only thing Brady abused
1: was a football.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's much less serious. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> All right, uh... Yeah, I think the Cowboys are still good. Anytime you have Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott and those weapons on offense, they're gonna be in it. Um, I kind of hope that they bounce back and give a make a run towards the end, make it interesting in that division. Otherwise, the Giants aren't in it. I don't see the Redskins being a legitimate threat to Philly. I just don't want to run away to like at the moment. Um Seahawks. Speaking of the Giants, the Seahawks take care of the Giants, twenty-four to seven. Once again, there was sideline drama from Seattle as Doug Baldwin is gets into a, a shoving, or pushes offensive line coach Tom Cable. Just seems like another Sunday in Seattle. Um, Gavin, do you? I I don't know how much you've seen of the off of, or the Seattle. I don't know what you call it, like dis disruptive locker room and stuff. But are you? Do you think that stuff will come back to hurt them? Uh, do you think Seattle's a legitimate contender in the NFC still?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I think they're still a contender. Um, I know that's um, I can't think of his name right now. Their coach
0: Pete Carroll. Um.
2: Hey, thank thank you. Um, yep. I know he 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 lets the players uh, be this way. Um, yeah. He, and. And he and he wants them to be that way. He wants them to express themselves. And um, he's and they've really thrived off of that because they've they've been able to let their emotions out with each other and then come together. And, you know, as a team and and still win games, um, I'm not sure how Tom Cable feels about
3: uh,
2: <laughs> that, that mantra, but it's worked for them so far. So I don't think that that's going to um, going to mess with their. Uh, they're playing on the field. Um, I, I, I would think that it would. Any other team, I would tell you that, that this kind of drama would, you know, make the team crumble. But just, uh, you know, they've shown that it doesn't affect them
0: enough to, you know, lose games that they shouldn't, especially. Yeah. I think I think uh, Seattle will be just fine. Um, we've seen multiple instances of Seattle fans or Seattle players uh, being hot-headed, getting into it, but they seem to be able to bounce back. A fun fact on uh, Tom Cable, um, I don't know if I'd be going around shoving Tom Cable. Uh, last time, he was actually a head coach for the Raiders, and he was actually fired after punching uh, assistant coach in the face. So, Tom Cable's not really a guy I would be messing around with, um, but he's a hell of an <laughs> offensive line coach. <laughs> Um speaking of the Giants, their GM Jerry Reese uh takes full responsibility for the team's 1 and 6 start. Says that he brought the players in, but I would be more apt to point the finger at Ben McAdoo. I think that play calling is a big part of their struggles recently. Um So we can go ahead and write off the Giants at 1 and 6. All the injuries are killing them. Um I would honestly consider moving Eli Manning and, you know, rebuilding the roster. Um, A team like Jacksonville would love to have a quarterback. Um, There's lots of needs out there, so you could potentially get, like, multiple first-rounders for him. Do you think so? Yeah, I I think someone will overpay for a quarterback that's— especially one like Eli, who has been a Super Bowl MVP before— if you're a team like Jacksonville who's got a great team around them and you just need that one more piece, that that leadership quarterback, and then you got Tom Coughlin and management, I think that would be a perfect fit. How about Green Bay. Yeah, another great fit. I no, think No, that's a horrible fit. That's think, a really bad idea. You think Green Bay's bad?
2: Oh, I, I just don't want them to have uh, anyone who <laughs> <the> under center. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean
1: it's quite ridiculous that the only way that the NFC North is open is if Rodgers
0: gets injured. Yeah, I'm getting sick of that storyline. We got to change that soon. Me too. Um, it's
2: like the um, the AFC uh,
0: AFC North was when Peyton Manning was there; like yeah. no one had a chance. Or the well, AFC East playing. for oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, no
0: one has a chance. Yeah, yep. pretty <laughs> <too> much. Okay. <laughs> So you guys are screwed with Trubisky coming up. No, I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's only throwing seven passes. A game. <laughs> the only quarterback to be legendary throwing seven passes a game. you <laughs> 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 right, um. You gotta start somewhere, but, though. This was the first time we games in the row since 2015. So yeah, I like
1: it. I'll take
0: it. Um. Steelers beat down on division rival Cincinnati, 29-14. The Steelers have definitely bounced back. Um, Le'Veon 192 yards and is an MVP candidate, in my opinion. Um, and just as the Steelers are bouncing back and everything's going well, receiver Martavis Bryant doubles down on his trade request. Says on Twitter that there's no way Juju Smith-Schuster is better than him. Um I think it would, the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, came out and said there's no way they're moving Martavis Bryant. I think they would be better off getting what they can for him um, than having that in their locker room. Um, Gavin, what do you think of the locker room situation? Um,
2: and that's, that's a tough one because I, I honestly wonder how much they could even get for him. Um, he yeah. you know, didn't play at all last year. He's had disciplinary issues,
0: you know. Obviously, that's why he was out all of last year. Yeah, um, he's going and, and saying these things now. Um, I don't know that they'd be able to
2: get that much for him. Um, you'd have to have a really desperate team uh, make, you know, try and you know make a trade for for him this season. And I just, I just can't see that happening. Um, and there's a there's a lot of veterans around there, so I think that they'll be able to. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to corral him. And get him to be a better team player. Um, it's really un- it's really unfortunate because they um, they are a great team and he is a great weapon for them. And um, it's unfortunate that winning games isn't as important to- as important to him as being a good fantasy player.
0: <laughs> well, I'll say this: I am a I'm a Martavis Bryant fan since Clemson. I'm the I've backed the dude. I think that he's a rare athlete. I think that he needs footballs. I think if you put him on a team, make him your number one receiver, you can feed him, and he can put up Pro Bowl numbers. I, I know a desperate team that could use a wide receiver, and I would pay for him. I would If I'm the Chicago Bears, I would make a trade, I would give up a decent amount, and I'd go get a guy like Martavis Bryant. Um, the risk with him is one more failed drug test and the dude's out of the league for probably like at least one year, if not two. Um, but his talent is no doubt. Um, I would, I would be willing. I think that he's worth the risk. I think talent wise, a team should trade for him. Um, he actually has been rumored with the trade deadline looming coming up November 1st. Um, three teams were rumored to be interested in Martavis Bryant, the bears, the Panthers and the lions being a lions fan. Would you take Martavis Bryant?
2: Uh, no, I don't want him. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's really talented and you know, I can, I can appreciate that, but I, um, I don't want somebody who demands the football to be, to be on, um, our team. We have right now we have, we have talented receivers. They're not, um, you know, they're not Calvin Johnson level, mm-hmm. uh, but we have, we have talented receivers on our team and uh, I, I think we'd have to take, uh, passes away from them to give them to martavis bryant and i i I don't want that i I think we honestly were better um uh, when calvin johnson left because we no longer felt like we needed to feed uh, this monster receiver and the year after that stafford had one of his best years you know there's addition by subtraction now if you add somebody Mm -hmm. Um, and he's not even as good as calvin like this i think we'd be better off without him well you you have the same risk that the the patriots have uh sorry the patriots the Steelers have now if if the guy doesn't get the ball so say chicago for instance say um you know right now that you guys look like you're trying to be a run heavy offense which makes sense you know trying to groom for risky yeah Um, if he's not able to get him you know eight ten passes a game Know, he might be complaining in your locker room then, because he's not, you know, going to the century mark every game. Um, so I think, the, I think the risk of, you know, if at least for the Lions, polluting the, you know, the uh, the locker room isn't worth it. What,
0: um, Stoyo? What do you think of Martavis Bryant? Would you take him in Chicago?
1: I wanted to take him last week, but after he threw his teammate under the bus on social media. I don't think I want that on in my Chicago Bears. We're trying to develop a young quarterback who has only played 17 games since high school, and I don't want someone whispering to him, I need the ball, I need the ball. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of talent. He's six four. He's fast for his size. But, yeah, too much. Uh, and I understand you want to be traded, from his point of view I totally understand he wants to be a number one wide receiver and he's not going to be a number one when AB is there for at least the next four or five years so he wants to get traded, I get that but you cannot throw your teammate
0: under the bus on social media yeah. that's going to ruin everything for you I agree that Absolutely. that was a bad look he posted it on Twitter and then deleted it later but I mean everyone knows think before you tweet Um, I'm a, I, I, I got his back. I would take Martavis Bryant in Chicago. I think that what he wants is a place where he can be a number one. And I think that he just wants balls thrown in his direction. And I think that if you have the right coaching staff around him that can get him to shut up and play the game. And if you're giving him, if you're giving him five catches a game and throwing to him five more um i mean it might not fit the bears team perfectly right now but i want a guy like that i want a number one receiver name me a number one receiver in the league that doesn't demand the ball and that doesn't get most number one receivers in the nfl are divas if you look at it um
2: yeah but if you look at the number one receiver on his team, it's only been this year that he's ever said anything, which maybe that's why Martavis Bryant feels like he's able to. Maybe it's trickling down and he sees Antonio Brown at the beginning of the season when he was crying about not getting the ball. Yeah. Maybe that's why Bryant felt like he was able to, but he's been one of the best receivers in football. And this is the first year that he's um, you know, uh,
0: Antonio Brown. So yeah. It's unfortunate that the, that the leadership isn't able to um,
2: influence, you know, maybe they're influencing him the wrong way even.
0: Yeah, it's a, it would be a risky move, who, whoever picks him up. Um, yeah, it might be leadership leaking down. Steelers might have some problems internally, who knows. Another good game, Chargers blank the Broncos, 21 nothing. It's the first time Denver's been shut out in 25 years which is impressive. Anytime you have a stat like that, that's a good, a well-run organization. Um, Trevor yeah. Simeon struggled again. He's having a rough year. A lot of people are looking to turn to uh, Brock Osweiler, which would be perfect because... Um, <laughs> uh, another quarterback option. I, I know people that want to go with Brock Osweiler. I think Simeon's the better option. But Denver's gotta do what they gotta do. Um Fox Sports One analyst Shannon Sharp says on Twitter, ten bucks says Alex Smith is in Denver next year. What do you think of that, Gavin? Oh,
2: uh, uh, that, that makes perfect sense actually. Yeah. because um, that man, they, I mean Kansas City's in a tough spot because they just spent their they moved up in the first round to draft Pat Mahomes. And now Alex Smith is playing out of his freaking mind. Um (laughs) and how can you not go with your first round pick? You know, the truly the future of the team
0: and Yeah. I mean
2: yeah, Denver can't can't win uh, the Super Bowl with Simeon at quarterback. Well they they won with the worst Peyton Manning we've ever seen, so maybe they can, but um yeah, that that makes Oh, it's in, yeah, it makes total sense, but it's also in the division. I'm not sure when uh Smith's contract is up, but Yeah. They certainly won't be trading him there.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um So, what do you think Denver should do at quarterback? Do you think uh a trade this off-season? You think there's anything they can do this season to help fix? I don't think their defense has been as good as uh the last 2 years or so. Do you think that a quarterback can Help A quarterback change would help? Definitely. To have one of the best
1: defenses in the league, you just need to have a QB, but QBs are hard to find.
0: Yeah. Everyone wants one. And I don't think
1: that Alex Smith will be demoted this offseason. It depends where the Chiefs end up in the playoff, but when you have an MVP candidate at QB, I don't see how you just sit him all of a sudden. I get that he drafted a QB, but that QB came out of a really weird system, and the best thing for him would be to sit maybe another couple of years.
0: Yeah, that's going to be the move, and you said it right there. It depends on Alex Smith. Regular season, he can get league MVP all he wants. We saw Matt Ryan do it last year. What does that give you? That gets you paid. But job security comes with Winning in the playoffs. And Alex Smith needs to prove that. He needs to prove that he can get it done when it matters the most. Um, so we'll be watching Kansas City closely come December and January. Um, Patriots, Falcons. How about, what's up? Can I just add one more thing? Yeah. How about the LA teams combining for 55
1: points scored and zero points against this weekend? Damn.
2: Oh, wow. I hadn't thought about that.
0: That's crazy. L.A., bringing it back.
1: Yeah. After not having teams there for a long time now, they put up
0: 55. I'm, I'm sure the... Maybe people will start caring. <laughs> the, the two NFL teams probably outscored the Lakers on their opening night, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Patriots defeat the Falcons easily. 23-7 to in Foggy Foxborough. Did you guys see that game? That was a crazy weather. Um, Julio Jones finally catches a touchdown, and it was a it was nice, but it came in garbage time. Doesn't really matter. I think the the problem with Atlanta is pretty obvious when you go from Kyle Shanahan to the drunk Steve Sarkeesian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How many shots did he have after that game? <laughs> The 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 fans are not happy with the play calling, and I think that you're seeing it. What made Atlanta so good last year was they kept defenses on edge, and I don't think that anyone's on edge playing Atlanta this year. Um, Gavin, what do you think of Atlanta? Yeah, I think the uh, the loss
2: of Kyle Shanahan is a lot bigger than uh, people might have thought. Yeah, um, you, you see, the the play calling is. Um, is pretty bad. I mean, they have got that reverse sweep on fourth down at the goal line. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, like it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 shocking actually how how much of a decline their offense has taken, especially.
0: Yeah, um, in one year, and they didn't really lose that many weapons.
2: No, um, you know, all the mainstays are certainly there. Yeah, um, you know, Freeman, Coleman, Sanu, Julio. Um all of those guys are still there.
0: Um, Matt Ryan's still uh, playing well. He's just not playing out of his mind like he was uh, last year. Yeah,
2: and the only thing they lost was Shanahan. you have to you have to assume that that's the missing the missing link.
0: Yep. well, the uh yeah, play that just goes to show you how important play calling is these new coaches you got adam Gase, who's overachieving so far in miami you got uh um sean mcveigh with the rams who's overachieving and uh you see uh i mean the niners aren't doing very well with shanahan but that's a long rebuild and you see the impact of not having shanahan in atlanta um Stoyo, are the The Patriots' defense looked pretty impressive. Almost pitched a shutout. Are the Patriots back and dangerous as ever?
1: I hate to say it, yeah. I mean, I don't think... I was never worried, quote-unquote, that the Patriots were going to miss the playoffs or anything. Yeah. Like, people were crying earlier in the season. I mean, as long as you have Tom Brady...
0: You got a shot.
1: You have a shot. (laughs) And look at... the. Uh, The Patriots, they had the same coach for almost 15 years, more than that. Close to 20 years now, they have just stability in their office, front office, and it's just a complete franchise.
0: Yeah, Very well-run organization out there in New England, in Foxborough. Yeah. Um... I wish we could learn something from them. <laughs> well, we tried to hire the Belichick from the CFL and Trustman, but it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monday night, Eagles beat the Redskins 34 24. Carson Wentz, there four touchdowns. I think the Eagles are the hottest team in football, if not the NFC at least. Um Gavin do you think that I mean the, the bad thing? Bad news is the Eagles lose starting left tackle Jason Peters and starting linebacker Jordan Hicks for the season. Uh, I'd say so far Carson Wentz is an MVP candidate. How far do you think Philly can go, Gavin?
2: I they definitely I'm definitely sure that they're going to win their division. Yeah. Um, especially with the struggles the rest of them have had um, there. Uh, as far as how far they can go. Um, I'm not sure how long um, – oh, Peters is out for the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's huge. Uh, I'm not sure who the next man up is, but a uh, large chunk of the reason why they've been so good, obviously, has been Wentz. And if your blind side is uh, is
3: exposed, that's pretty tough to come back from. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's been playing really well, and their defense has been
2: playing really well, too. They've been putting a ton of pressure on the quarterback. They had four sacks in this game. Um, so that's been a pretty big part of their defensive scheme so far is getting to the quarterback, Jim Schwartz, doing what he does best, not head coaching, but <laughs> coordinating. Um, so yeah, I think, I think they're going to win their division. I think they, um, depending on who their wild wildcard matchup is, I think they've got a good chance of, uh, you know, getting out of the first round at least. Yeah. Um, and potentially, um, I'm trying to think who else in the. In the NFC, it's
0: going to be the Seahawks and the Saints. Yeah. The Eagles are are the big, big NFC teams. I think the Eagles could get a first-round bye, and that would be huge for them. Um, Yeah, real
2: big, good chance of that.
0: Yeah. Um, Stoyo, Kirk Cousins, it's coming up again. It's going to be contract situation. You got a lot of teams, I mean... Kyle Shanahan wants Kirk Cousins in San Francisco. Sean McVay's talked about Kirk Cousins before as a potential landing spot in LA. Kirk Cousins is gonna get signed somewhere. You see the need for quarterbacks around the league. But if you're if you were running the Redskins, would you let Kirk Cousins go? Or would you pay him the, you know, top dollar in the league money that you know he's gonna demand? Style? I'm not sure right now. Yeah.
1: I was sold on Kirk Cousin to last year and now I'm just having second thoughts. It's he's a good quarterback. I wouldn't consider him a great quarterback, but he's gonna get paid and someone's going to get paid.
0: He's gonna get that Stafford money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I would not pay him top dollar. I just would not. He's not an elite QB.
0: I think a desperate team like San Francisco will give it to him, and no one's going to really bat an eye at it. But Washington has a tough decision to make. Sign Kirk Cousins to long-term or, you know, try and start over at the quarterback position. What do you think, Gavin? Yeah, I I don't think he's going to stick around, um, honestly. I think he... um, I think he
2: feels disrespected. Yeah, Yeah, I think he feels disrespected by the front office there in Washington. Um and I don't think that they can franchise him anymore. I think they've franchised him so many times that they no longer can. So now I believe he um has he will be a free agent at the end of next year unless they sign him beforehand. Yeah. Um so I would not be surprised at all if he could um to back to Shanahan. I thrived under him before. And um, that's the pretty obvious landing spot for him. Um, but, yeah, even if he doesn't go to San Fran, I don't think he's in Washington because um, he just – I think he's got too many issues with the, the front office there.
0: Yeah, I agree. It would help if they could get his name right uh, when talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so That's not helping the whole <laughs> – um uh, so uh all right, we got the NFL trade deadline coming up November first. Here's some possible players that could be moved. Um we already talked about Martavis Bryant. Um Texans left tackle Dwayne Brown who's been holding out and hasn't played it yet this season. He could be moved. Um possible destinations are teams that talking about the Browns, who just lost Joe Thomas. The Eagles, who just lost Jason Peters, um, and the Giants, who have been struggling with uh, um, Flowers, Eric Flowers, at left tackle. But I don't think the Giants are going to do it because they're already pretty much out of it. I think the Eagles could be a good spot for Dwayne Brown to replace Jason Peters. What do you think? Stoyle? Uh He came back to the team. Dwayne Brown did?
1: Yeah. He's ending his
0: holdout. Um. Do you think he could still be moved technically? I mean, if you're the Eagles and you just lost your starting left tackle and you need to replace him, say you don't trust your backup, would you make a deal for a guy like this? Uh, No, I would trust my backup who has known
1: the system for the last couple of years.
0: Uh, I'm always surprised how there's not that many moves
1: in the NFL compared to other pro teams such as basketball.
0: Yeah, Gavin. Here's a good one to talk about. Now that Carson Palmer is done for the year, what about Larry Fitzgerald? Could he be shipped to a contender?
2: Man, it's it's one of those situations where um, where you just you kind of wish that they would. Yeah. Um, but just because you want to you want to see a guy like that like he um, I remember when he first got drafted he held out and I I remember thinking that. This is a diva. He hasn't even played it down yet, but ever since that holdout ended, um, I, I've just had a ton of respect for that guy. Just in general, uh, I'd love to see him go to a contender and get him get himself a ring. Yeah, um, I'm a huge Steeler fan. You know, that's like my AFC team. But nice. I was really sad when the Cardinals lost that Super Bowl because I wanted Larry to get that ring so badly. Me um, too. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I honestly wanted—I wanted Calvin Johnson to get traded at the end of his career. I wish we would have for that same reason. A guy like that, or very
0: center.
2: I was too—I was too young to know to to understand all that at that point. I was just super selfish. But yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> well, plus the fact, guys. plus the fact that you could move Calvin Johnson and get a lot in return. In the same way as the Cardinals, who are pretty much going to enter a rebuilding mode. Could get a lot back for a guy like Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Absolutely, I I wonder if um how how the I mean obviously the fans would not be happy because he's been such a mainstay there for so long. Yeah. Um, but with with Carson Palmer
2: out, David Johnson out, and losing Larry Fitzgerald, I wonder how that would affect their their bottom line. If you know attendance would drop significantly, and yeah, probably.
0: We we know that's all the owners care about is money. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, being
2: I wonder if that plays a part in not moving him because if they don't have him, you know, no one cares about Patrick Pearson all that much because he's not a you know offensive skill position. Yeah. He's not gonna he's not gonna bring in money, you know, like those guys do.
0: I would be all for seeing Larry Fitzgerald go somewhere. Um, you know. It'd be, it'd be cool to see him on a new team, see him contend, but there's one team I don't want to see Larry Fitzgerald go to, and that's the New England Patriots. <laughs> um, speaking of the Patriots, there's so many teams out there that need a quarterback. What's Jimmy Garoppolo doing? yeah, would you make a trade for Garoppolo if you're Green Bay, Arizona, Cleveland, even Jacksonville? At this
1: point, you have to believe that Brady's going to play for another three to four years. So, yeah, it's time to trade Garoppolo. Yeah. Last offseason, he was a really hot commodity, and New England was asking a ton for him. But if I was Cleveland, I would definitely try to make something happen. How about Cleveland? Last year, they had the number two pick, and they traded that pick to the... uh, Eagles, who ended up getting Carson, yeah, isn't that a future franchise QB? <laughs> Cleveland just can't
0: get it right. No, they have no clue what they're doing. I mean, a, a trade for Jimmer, Jimmy Garoppolo is too smart for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> what do you think, Gavin? Are you a Garoppolo fan?
2: Um, it's I feel like it's hard to say with any New England quarterback because
0: anytime. Everyone thrives there, Um, and then they go somewhere else and
2: uh, aren't aren't as good. So it's
0: hard. Are you saying Matt Castle? Are you saying Matt Castle isn't the greatest ever? Was it worth a second round pick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, because the Chiefs traded for
2: Alex Smith, who at the time was not exactly you know the hottest quarterback in the league. Yeah, they just need somebody that wasn't Matt Castle. Yep. Um, But I think um, as far as Cleveland goes, I think they're they'd be smart to just stay put, keep that pick. Um there is a number of quarterbacks that are coming out
0: this year that at least so far, you know, are projected to be top ten picks. So But I thought Deshaun Kaiser um, see, was gonna I thought Deshaun Kaiser was the answer. That's a that's a Well, I don't know what the question was, but I don't think <laughs> he was the right answer. How many picks can you throw? <laughs> oh, okay, well then then Sean Kaiser. Kaiser yes, answer. <laughs> Alright, um, and then lastly, Colts corner, Vontae Davis. Everyone knows Indy is a bad spot to be right now. You know, a team looking for a corner like Dallas, maybe Oakland. That could be a good uh, midseason addition. Um, who knows? I hope something happens at the trade deadline. It'd be nice to see. A little drama in the That was cool for a week. Now the Cardinals suck. <laughs> How about
1: Denver? Should Denver go for Garoppolo?
0: They could. I I'll, I'll say this about I don't, I
2: don't think so.
0: I'll say this about Garoppolo. I'm not a believer. I didn't want there was rumors this offseason when they before they had a quarterback. Now I didn't want him. Um, I don't trust quarterbacks coming out of New England besides Brady. You look at Jacoby Brissett. He's been okay, but are you going to build your team around him? Uh, Matt Castle. That, that didn't work out, obviously. Um, I I wouldn't do it. I think someone will. Someone will take a risk on Garoppolo, and we'll see how he works out. But I just don't trust. You know, if your name's not Brady, I don't trust you coming out of New England. Um. Prediction time. Thursday night, we got Dolphins at Ravens. This is the... Let's check the records here. Four and two Dolphins at the three and four Ravens. Matt Moore expected to start. Who do you guys got in this game? Stoya, what do you think?
1: I'm going to have the Dolphins. I yeah. think the Ravens are falling apart.
0: I do, too. Ravens look bad.
1: I mean, that's what happens when the Bears destroy you. (laughs)
2: You It takes you a few weeks to recover.
0: (laughs) What do you think, Gavin? I'm going
2: to go with Ravens for this one. Um, I think they've got a pretty stout defense. A bunch of first-team snaps. Um, I do think, uh, I agree with Stoyer, he's one of the better backups in the league. He's been with that team long enough that um, he's got good enough chemistry. I think he'll still be at a good game as far as those two teams are concerned, but I see the Ravens pulling this one out. Not by much, but yeah. I see it, I see it happening.
0: I think it'll be a good game. I'm going to pick the Dolphins like uh, 19 to 16. I'm going to say that I like Jay Ajayi as the running back. I think that he has a big game. It's a tough game against that Ravens defense, but uh, Baltimore has been slacking recently, so we'll see. Should be a good game. Sunday, we got Bears at Saints. Another tough test for the Bears. Um, Tastoya, where do you see this game going? I'm going to have to pick with my heart on this one. Yep. i go with Bears. <laughs> snap that through. going be interesting to see. <laughs> snap snap I, the four I mean, game winning streak. That's yeah. What, but I, I like our secondary. Yep. I like it's our gonna defense. Going to be a true test to see. Uh, If
1: we can stop Drew Brees and we'll see if Trubisky can do something about the Saints against the Saints
0: defense. I really want to pick the Bears. And I think we have trouble against the Saints. Our defense played last week. I'm riding with it. I love the way the Bears defense looked. Go Bears. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say 20 to 17 Bears. What do you think, Gavin? Are you a believer in the Bears? <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm much more a believer in Drew Brees at home than I am the Bears <laughs> that's on a, the road. That's the smart pick. You made you made that's that the pick. pick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's get to your team then. Sunday night, big game. Primetime, national TV, Steelers at Lions. Um, Steelers turning it on recently. Lions coming off the bye week, big week, big opportunity in the division. Uh, Do you think your Lions take this game?
2: Uh, I feel like I'm kind of in the same situation that you guys were just in. I so badly want to pick them, but with Steelers being hot, um, I, I don't see that happening. They have too many weapons on offense. on their defense has been playing well they've got Joe Hayden from the Browns after they cut him Um, I just I don't see it we got uh, Golden Tate out as well so I just I don't see that happening Um, I I see the Steelers winning and it's uh, it's not going to be super close either Yeah, that's. I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm dead wrong but uh, Steelers are on fire and I don't see us putting them out
0: I don't know. I think it'll be a closer game, but I do think the Steelers win, like probably like something 27-21. What do you think, Stoyle? I mean, they're on the two-game losing streak
3: and after eating the old 52 burger against the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> and they had like 10 days
1: to deal with that. They're going to try to show up, but we'll see. I mean, I'm I'll give Stafford credit, he's a good quarterback. I'm not sure about you guys coaches at all, so
0: Yeah. After yeah, uh Jim go ahead. Jim Bob
2: Cooter has not uh showed up this year.
0: Really? I thought he was the answer nah. to the offensive problems.
2: Well, we there's there's these things called one year wonders and we <laughs> might uh, we might have one of those.
0: With a with a name like Jim Bob Cooter, you should be destined for <laughs> greatness. Right? Yeah, it's a perfect
2: fit. You know, it was just one of those names, but maybe it's one of those names like Colt McCoy. And he just, you know, that's such a football name, man, but you just, you know, sometimes you just can't get it done.
1: How about Johnny Mansell? Yeah. That was a great football name. Yep. Johnny yeah. Johnny Football. We
0: just didn't know his middle name was College. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I hate to do this, but it was refreshing to hear Gavin's honesty on the Lions Steelers pick. And in the interest of trying to peg actual winners on the podcast, I'm going Saints. I think. Wow. Yep. Wow. Ah, oh, man. I can't wait for you guys to eat that 64 burger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Saints. I think Saints. it's going to be
2: like a 17
0: to 3 burger. <laughs> I, I think it'll be a close game. I really do. I think our defense is better and back. I think our defense will play well, but we have problems against the Saints. And Drew and they're on a four game winning streak. And uh I say Saints, what what was my prediction? It was like 2017? Yeah. I say Saints. I say Saints 20, Bears 14. In a good game. So well, the Bears are going to shock the world. <laughs> I hope
1: so. But... Trubisky's going to have <laughs> 16 passes, and oh, we're
0: going uh, to win 21-17. to Nice.
2: It seems to me the fewer times Trubisky throws the ball, the better you guys do. So maybe you just throw it like four times.
0: Yeah, Can just give the ball to Jordan like Howard. Or something? Yeah. Until we, until we bring in the great Martavis Bryant, let's just keep running the ball. <laughs> but all right guys well thanks for coming on the podcast another week down another solid week week seven was a success and i hope you guys are back for week eight thanks for coming on guys
2: yep. yeah thanks for having me man it was fun
0: yeah always all right peace